Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As the Nationals are a strike away from franchise history and some World Series history. Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! It's not a dream! It's not a desert mirage! It's Lord Stanley! And he is coming to Washington! Oh, great crossover. Got him. (laughs) That's called getting put on skates. Down to two, down to one, and the Washington football team with the upset in Pittsburgh. Handing the Steelers their first loss of the season, coming back from 14-0 down. What a win. The show by the fans for the fans. Covering all four major sports in the District of Champions. It's the DC Crossover Podcast with your hosts, Mike Cerrone and Ben Simpson. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to another episode of DC Crossover. I am Ben Simpson. That is Mike Cerrone. We are back. The boys are back. Uh, we took a little break. I mean, summertime. <laughs> the Nats are the worst team in the league. Um, yep. You know, commander season is uh, just now kind of coming upon us as far as like first preseason game and that sort of thing. So football is almost back. Um, so, you know, Mike and I've been busy. I feel like I've been sick for like four weeks. <laughs> I mean, I, I even right now I feel terrible. Um, I swear, like I, I was Googling before the show, I was Googling like long COVID. I was like, is that what this is? I keep hearing people say long COVID. Long I feel like you COVID. Played. Yeah, apparently, like, it's a thing. I don't know if that's what I have. All I know is I feel like garbage. Oh, um, great. But we're going to get through this. Uh, and, we're, and this is kind of a catch-up show. We got a couple things we want to talk about. I got some snacks that I want to rate and review that have been waiting for this episode. Um, picked them out on my weekly grocery trip. So we'll there get to go. that in a little bit. Um, but I wanted to start off, obviously, we were catching up here, and I know you, Mr. Cerrone, um, I saw some of the snaps or Insta stories <laughs> or things like that. Uh, it's, it looked like you were out in the wilderness last <laughs> night. <laughs> Wait, you were braving the elements. Yeah, so... Um, before Did your house get, like, blown away or something? <laughs> Did you... Did you like? I just don't. I don't understand why you would choose willingly okay. to sleep outdoors. So, um, before I get into that, uh, 
Yeah, it, it does feel like that your household has been sick. I mean, Lucy's sick. You're sick. I mean, it's just like oh, it's, yeah. it, it's just like working its, it's way around. It's a nightmare. And, I'm and, living in a nightmare. And, and yeah, exactly. And that's the that's the funny thing as well when we're looking at you know how we've taken like I mean we've probably done what one show in about the last four weeks. And it's Something just, like that. It's just because, like you said, like I have you know golf season starting for uh, for my team and stuff like that, and then we just have a bunch of different things going on. And you know, we we did a bunch of shows in the summer, but like you said, obviously the Nats, you know, they're terrible, and then like nothing else was really going on, and we didn't want to like do a draft every single week because obviously yeah. the sole fact that we don't want to waste <laughs> all of our draft ideas, um, right. <laughs> but the sole fact that uh, you know we've been busy and whatnot, and as you alluded to, uh, so here's the thing. My dad ended up uh, wanting to go do this like camping night, like day of fun or whatever. Um, I guess my mom also wanted to. She kind of got roped into it, but then she kind of liked the idea because day of fun. They, they basically wanted to do it for my niece and nephew. Okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah, all right. So that, that's that, that, that's the main reason. That's okay, the main okay. reason. Uh, and my niece and nephew, you know, they're they're in elementary school, so they really sure. liked it um, and, and whatnot. Um, and it, it was a long day. Uh, very. Yeah, were long you at night. this campground like all day? So, so the day of fun. So, so yeah, the day of fun. Uh, that's what we're gonna call it. Um, so yeah, it was actually in Winchester, and it's my uncle and aunt's. Uh, one of their new properties they got, and uh, there was a few, you know, really big highlights. Like I got to ride an ATV for the first time, okay. um, and different things like that. Uh, but. The biggest thing that happened was, so my mom actually fractured her ankle. <laughs> Holy crap! And she fractured her ankle. In Did a you ho- run her over with the ATV? No. So, uh, so here's this day of fun. No good if you're breaking ankles. So, Did, yeah. Were you on the basketball court? No. Did so you cross her up. No, I didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't break her ankle. So that's the thing is, we ended up. Uh, we were all hanging out, and my parents kind of like brought like two canopies, and like you know they brought food and all this kind of stuff. And uh, my uncle has a nice fire pit and whatnot. So. Right next to where the canopies are, my dad kind of like put the the canopy leg inside the hole, uh, so the, the, so the sole fact that like no one would step in it. And then there was at one point I stepped in it first, right. and I, and my ankle was like eh, kind of ankle uh, intact. Yeah, yeah, okay. it, it was intact. It, it kind of like stung a little bit, but I was like, all right, it's okay. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. And then like literally maybe thirty minutes later. My mom was like stepping around her chair, and then like my mom's, oh, no. she's not a big person. She's no, no, she's I'm... she's like five foot four, right. five, five foot six, something like that, and like a hundred and ten pounds. And she literally stepped in there, and you're I, probably I, like, how come I didn't get her jeans? Uh, all of a sudden, yeah, exactly, exactly. And all of a sudden, I look over, and she's on the ground, and she just oh, like no. is is in pain, and I'm like, oh my god. So that. That was uh, it wasn't the, well, I'm not gonna say as a highlight. Yeah, you, but it, you, you. The interesting thing is, you said like you know there were a couple of big highlights here, yeah. And then you immediately went with my mom <laughs> broke her ankle. Well, that was the biggest thing that happened, and then that kind of ruined. Uh, That's a big to do. So did you have to take her to the Winchester Hospital? No, so we 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 iced her up a little bit and stuff like that, and we kind of oh, no. kind of got her off her ankle for a while. Um, and and, and I think it kind of just ruined the weekend for herself. Uh, because she was trying to have more fun and stuff like that, but then she was kind of hindered. She just did the hillbilly hospital, a little ice, yep. a little, uh, <laughs> you know, like a warm blanket over her, and then yeah. you just like throw her in the corner and be like, it'll grow back. Like, yeah. The bones and stuff. So, so the thing about it is, is you know, I, I was unfortunate, um, but at the same time, like looking at, we had some fun. Obviously, I, I love fire pits and stuff like that, and I just hung out there. You know, everyone else went to bed, and I was just hanging out by myself, pretty much just chilling there, watching TikTok and putting wood on the fire and just hanging out. Solid. Um, 
And then, uh, you know, we had what was the uh, what was the drink of choice during this? So, well, I did. Yeah. So I did uh, mess up and I wasn't paying attention when I bought it. And I ended up buying uh, Devil's Backbone. I wanted to get the Orange Crush, but right. I ended up going with oh, I, I don't know why, but because it, it's a totally different word and it's a totally different color. Uh, it's Grapefruit Smash. Oh, uh, so it, it it did taste good, but mm. it wasn't even close to the orange crush. No. Um, so I was a little disappointed. In Grapefruit that. smash, yeah. gross. <laughs> and then, uh, like I said, it was it was it was nice and all, but the problem was is that I got my own tent and I got in a sleeping bag. And at first, I was like, "Man, this ground is pretty pretty hard." Yeah, welcome to Earth. <laughs> and I and I literally, I, I was probably I probably slept for two hours. And I, I just like my back and my neck were just on fire because literally it felt like I was sleeping on like a mountain. <laughs> like it, it was a flat ground, but the problem was it was so hard that like no matter where I turned, some part of my body was thriving in pain. Aren't they? Aren't there? Aren't you supposed to bring like a little like thing that rolls out and it like almost like a, a portable, you know, mattress in a way where yeah, you like, can get it's like, not a, like a. Yeah, yeah, but blow, you just you went with blow the ground. <laughs> it's going with this. I, hey, I'm not. A, that's the thing. I'm not a camper, so I ended up. Clearly sa- not. And and my uncle started laughing because he was like, you know, you could have gone inside, and I and I was like, nope, I was not going to hear the end of it from my dad. So my my dad would my dad would probably sit there and and, and call me names or whatever, and right. then basically say that I'm a loser for not sticking it out and everything like that. Names that we can't say anymore yep. in 2022. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, probably. And I started laughing because I was like, you know what? I just sat there in pain, and I just laid there. And then all of a sudden, like it's the, miserable. The, it's miserable. The sun came up, and all of a sudden, I'm just like, "Man, now I gotta take this stupid tent down." <laughs> but it's like that's the thing is. So it wasn't a horrible experience by any means, but it it was the, the sleeping part was just rough. Um, but at the same time, it was a it was a pretty good day. I'm I'm glad that we got to see my aunt and uncle. Yeah, it was and a big day like, of fun. But that's the thing is, and the good thing was, it was mainly for my my niece and nephew. But the funny thing about it was, is that talking about things that seem really fun that that kind of like you you do them and all of a sudden they are like hmm this isn't really that great and out yeah and, and camping's one of those because everyone's like oh man you can go out there you can you know roast some uh, s'mores was actually a really big hit last s'mores, night yes. uh that was a really big hit Classic. You, got, like, you got s'mores you got uh different things like that um that that you know seem really fun but is anything worse than literally sleeping in a tent and then you're on, you know, the, the hardest ground and on the planet. And then all of a sudden you wake up and you're like, man, I got to take this tent down now. You got all these sticks and all, oh, and, and the, tent, the tent has dew all over it. It's terrible. It's like it's a terrible activity. <laughs> There's a reason why we evolved as humans to be, to love our soft beds and mattresses and things like that. It's because, you know, th- we're not our ancestors, Mike. We're not sleeping on the ground anymore in the, in the wilderness. Uh, it's no camping is, extremely overrated the only way you're going to catch me camping is uh if i've got an actual camper like those big trucks and then it's got a bed in it and i'm just sleeping in there i'm not i'm not sleeping on the ground there's no point there's no point i'm not running from the police i'm not uh you know i am not trying to prove anything to anybody i'm not bare grills drinking my own pee (laughs) i mean there's no real reason i I get it day of fun with the kids so here's here's what you do what you do is uh, you set up a tent. <coughs> whoa, me, I'm telling you, I'm dying. You set up a tent in the backyard. You stick the kids in there, and you're like, "All right, see ya." And you just like, you know, you you secretly lock the back door so they can't get back in in case they get scared. Yeah. And then you're like, "We'll just see you in the morning." That's what you do. <laughs> that's that's you don't need to go camping for the big day of fun. Let the kids do it. Their backs are, you know, not not 
as developed as ours. You know, their spines haven't been yeah. shattered by life like <laughs> and, ours have. And the funny thing is, like, you can honestly make a tent and put it on the deck or something like that, and, sure. and, and do something like that. What's the difference? But you, you you need something for your for your your body to sit on because my I, I like I said I was hurting so bad this morning that I was like I literally got up and I was like just put my head down and started putting everything away because <laughs> oh, I was it's it's awful and then you're just. Even if you had a better sleep setup, I still think you would have barely slept because, like, it's just so different of an environment. Every little, like, noise outside, you're like, oh, what was that? Like, here's the <laughs> chainsaw guy coming to kill me. Here's the, the wolf pack. There, there was a deer. There was a shreds. deer at, like, yeah, Of course there was. It was, the, it was coming to kill you. It was at 2.30 in the morning, and then my sister brought her two dogs, and they started, They woke up, and they started going oh, berserk. And this then, is a nightmare. Uh, this my, is my nightmare. And then there was, I mean, there was, like, insects that were, like, talking uh, in the night. There were birds or something like that that were They're going probably nuts. crawling up your you know you know where uh during the <laughs> night like it's just not it's just not a good situation but you're right there are camping is an activity that is good in theory yeah and then when you're there and it's two in the morning and you got bugs climbing all over your eyelids and and you're hearing 10 deer and all that sort of stuff it's it's not fun i would say i would put a couple of things on par with that i'd say like most amusement parks are fun right. in theory. Water and then parks, when it's yeah. like 1 p.m. and it's 150 degrees because it's humid and you're just in a line for two and a half hours to go on a 30-second ride and you're just packed with the worst of that humanity has to offer. Amusement parks. I remember there was amusement park day one time that Abby and I went years ago and we went right when the place opened. We did our thing and we left by like before like noon. And we were in and out in like two, three hours, right. hit up all the rides we wanted to do, and then we left. The people that are there as a family from like 9 a.m. to like 5 p.m. when the park's closing or something, you're just by, at the end of that day, you, and then you have to drive with all the other people and try to get out of the parking lots and all that stuff. You just want to jump off the highest roller coaster. Like it is <laughs> a nightmare. I'd say amusement parks I'd put on that, on that list. Yeah. I, I think another thing that I would talk about is going to the beach. I think yeah, a lot of 100%. people. I think a lot of people love going to the beach and the, the thought of, oh yeah, I can go sit in the sand and just chill. But like again, we've talked about it millions of times that I'm a total two hour and I'm out type yeah. person. Like it's like yeah, okay, I can sit there and people watch. Give me a chair and, and a cooler and a exactly and an umbrella and that's all I need. And yeah. and, and but the problem is that like for instance, like if you're not literally on the beach beach like like yeah. if you're not like you're you can't see the sand from your condo or wherever you're staying. It's such a pain because then you got to wheel your stuff in there. You, oh, you're you, dragging everything through the yeah. mud and the dirt. You got to set up. You got to set it up, and then all of a sudden, like you, everyone's looking at you because you're you're a nubs umbrella digger, and then oh, all of yeah. a sudden, like you, then then you come in your there. Mom's breaking her ankles. You know? <laughs> and, and that's the problem is like you see people that go there, and that's that's one of my favorite things is I always talk about, especially Ocean City, where the, the sand also is like a million degrees. Um, I always like like it when I look around and I look for things called deck umbrellas, the ones that are like straight out, right. that, that are like 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 literally flat. Um, and uh, I always say like that, they got that at Sensations. You know, it's like the people who literally get and go to Sensations, keeping them in business, are like the ones that literally get a boogie board that's like styrofoam, and then yep. it breaks. And you you look at the trash can Serves at the end no of the day, purpose. Yeah. and it's like that's the funny thing is like going to the beach. It just seems so. It's so much of a drag because if you're not a beach person, then it's like you go to the beach. All of a sudden, like you're sweating immediately when you get there because it's it, the su the sand is just like the walk from the parking you. lot to the beach. You're sweating because you're you know f you have to walk five miles just to get 
find a spot that's open because <laughs> people get there at 3 a.m. and start setting setting up. Yeah. Yeah, like the sun's coming up and you got 500 people already set up with their tents. You're like, what are you guys doing? How did you guys do this? How did you get here this it, early? And it's funny when people actually sit there and they talk about going to the beach and they're like, man, I love the beach. Like, I'll sit there all day and I have my cooler, I have my Frisbee, I have my baseball mitt. Like, you're like, sweet. Like, it's like, how... You can I, throw I, a baseball anywhere in your backyard. <laughs> you to throw it on the beach and then the ball ends up in the water and you lose it. And yep. No, it's and then your kid's just throwing sand into his mouth, just guzzling it down, and you're just like, no, you can't do that. It's a it's a nightmare. I'd say the beach is definitely there. Amusement parks are definitely there. Camping is definitely there on that list of the most overrated or like the the places that sound good. I mean, <laughs> going going to a Commanders game, <laughs> driving all the way to uh. Pennsylvania, and then when you're you know stuck in three hour traffic, you go, man, we could watch this on TV at home. Yep. <laughs> you know, like we could have oh, yeah. done that. Uh, I'd say for you know, my big thing is too, like with sports and like baseball games, things like that. Like, there are some people that you look at the weather for the day or something, and you're seeing like 100% humidity and like 99 degrees. And it's like, there's 162 games. You couldn't skip this one. Like, you don't need to go to this right. one. I mean, I understand if you got tickets ahead of time, like months in advance, and it's like, it's kind of hard to, to, but go sell them or whatever. But like, the people that are like, oh, yeah, now's a great day, a great day to go see a baseball game. And you're just, I've been there. I'm sure you've been there where you've oh, been yeah. there and you're just sweating so much that eventually your body stops sweating because it's like so dehydrated <laughs> where it's just like you run out of sweat. And you're just <laughs> like you're watching the Nats get spanked like 12 to 1 and you're just like, what am I doing here? Who am I supporting? Like, who is this for? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and what about going to Costco on a weekend? Oh, like, yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 me and Jess went to Costco. Jeez, uh, I don't know if it was, might have been last, last sa- Sunday, I think it might have been, something like that. And... There, so I was just trying to cross the line. Like there was a line for the self checkout, and I'm just trying to go through the line. And this guy thought I was cutting, and he just like zoomed up and blocked my way. And I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to get to that other aisle. And he's looking at me, just staring at me. He won't say a word. And I'm just oh. like, okay. And I said, I'll just go around you then. And I just went around. I'm like, you got to be kidding. And it's then insane. Have, and then you have it's like, and the funny thing about Costco, nobody can drive in the parking lot. Oh yeah, nightmare. yeah. And then then people are sitting there with their blinker on when they're like waiting for somebody to load their car up like you're in the They'll way They'll stalk you as soon as you exit costco you got like you know like a gra- <laughs> an 85 year old grandma with 12 kids just like following your car yeah with a blinker on like are you are you in your car yet and that's when you want to like turn around and go back inside get some more stuff <laughs> right, right screw you so and, and that's the thing is you first of all there's there's rules when you go to costco first of all don't abuse the the, the food this one right. guy uh went there and he got like five sundays and oh. and the, and they already ran out of receipt tickets, uh, so like they, this lady was like asking us to see our tickets so they could give us a food because the line was backing up. But then this other guy was like, like, do you have cup holders? He asked if you have cup holders. Like, are, are like what is this? A McDonald's? Like it's yeah. and the lady the lady ended up saying. Uh no, this is Costco. <laughs> That's what she said back to him. He, he got like all pissed off. Yeah, this isn't a five star restaurant. Like we yeah. don't. They're not going to treat. You. They're just take your foot long hot dog and your uh, yeah. better than average pizza and leave. You know. Yeah, and and then the people that that think like, oh okay, we're going to Costco. Let's take the whole entire family with the grandparents, and then like grandma and grandpa are just following them around right. just because they want to get out of the house they're or something lost. like that. Like you're just like. 
Okay, you guys are taking up the entire aisle with your three kids, your grandma and your grandpa, your dad and your mom. There's like seven people in there. It's like that's why Costco gets so damn uh, packed because of the sole yeah. fact that everyone's just there as a family. It's, it's it's not a it's like you said it's not an amusement park. You don't go right. there and try to like watch your kid sit there and eat. I mean, we were sitting there looking at something in an aisle, and like there's these kids were like zigzagging trying to get all these samples, and I'm like, oh god, like it was just like. No, it's oh, a nightmare. Man. It was terrible. And then it's like some of the stuff people are buying. It's like, do you really need 120 packets of fruit, uh, you know, fruit snacks? Like right now, like, <laughs> you really need to buy 120 of these because, like, look, I get the appeal at Costco. You buy in bulk; it's cheaper. Blah blah blah. And and that that makes sense a lot of times, especially when it comes to certain products. But then you're just like, hey, man, I don't think you. I really don't think you need you know 50 bags of Uts right now. Like I really, <laughs> I really think you'll be okay if you just buy a couple and then you buy a couple, you know, in yeah, a few weeks. Yeah, the double cart people, off. the people who bring two uh, carts in there and then they they're pushing one and they're dragging another it's like all right let's be honest here like are you having a family barbecue for like 100 people it's the worst no costco on the weekend i mean yeah and trying to like you said trying to find a parking spot in that lot is just impossible sounds great to get a five dollar rotisserie but for the weekend it ain't worth it no weekend's (laughs) not worth it um yeah no i think this is a pretty solid list (laughs) i think you know these are definitely the places where like they sound good in theory and then, like, you're there, and you're just like, why did we do this? Like, why <laughs> why did we do that? Another one I, I uh, kind of put on the list, like, barely, is, like, sometimes those big stadium shows for, like, concerts and stuff. And, like, right, obviously, right. it depends on the act, but, like, if you're seeing something at Nats Park and you're in, like, section 410 and, like, are you really hearing the performance or are you yeah. just hearing, like, the echo bouncing off, like, you know, the second deck? Like, I, I, I just feel like, is it really worth it to go buy a $75 ticket to go see any of these guys and you're just, like, so far away? How could it possibly be enjoyable at that point? Yeah, you know? I, I've never – I've actually never been to a, a stadium, like, for a concert uh, but just, I mean, even, even like the winter classics and stuff like that, where the ice is so much smaller on the baseball field and you're in like section 420 and all of yeah. a sudden you're sitting there like, man, it looks like I'm, you know, playing a, a Tecmo bowl. Yeah. There's <laughs> just no point. It's all like, the dots. Like, I understand wanting to have the experience and the stories, but like, are you even getting the experience? Like, are you enjoying this? Because like you could have watched this on TV at home and had a great time and then like used your own bathroom and stuff like that and not had to worry about anything. And it's just like, I think some of that stuff can be overhyped. Obviously big games, like, you know, world series or things like that. It's like, you'll do anything for a ticket just to get in the stadium. Like I get that part of it, but like a regular season game or like a concert um, where you're, yeah, you're in the, like the last row at the top of Nats park. There's just, there's just no point. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I don't know. There's just just so (laughs) many things out there that like seem, and that's why we went off on a little tangent trying to talk about this because it's the whole fact that, like I said, Camping, okay, it, it sounds dreadful because when you know you're not a camper, then you know you're not a camper. But at the same right. time, it sounds cool. We're like, oh, yeah, we have a fire pit. We got some off-road vehicles. We got this. We got that. And all of a sudden, you go, you get to bed, and all of a sudden, you're like, I, I, I think I just broke my back because I'm sitting yeah, on Yeah, right around like midnight, you go, we could have gotten a hotel. Like, we could have done everything we wanted to do for Super Fun Fun Day, and then we could have like gone back to a hotel yeah. and had a great night's sleep. You know, it was for the kids. Little, for the kids. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I get that. And the kids, like, they'll sleep on rocks and they'll be fine the next day. Like, yeah. kids have amazing bounce back. Like, they'll they'll do, like, you could literally, like, set them on a slab of rock and give them, like, uh, you know, a, a, a wood blanket. And they'll be like, yeah, I, f- <laughs> I slept great last night. Let's, you know, let's eat some breakfast. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, a lot. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm dying. A lot going on. We I do want to do some snack taste testing in a bit. Okay. Before we get to that, I did want to briefly... 
um, tell you about. So I, I teased this a little bit to you earlier. Um, so I did. So Abby and I had our five year anniversary at the beginning of the month. Um, we were looking back at old wedding photos. Michael was at the wedding there um, back in the day, five years ago. Uh, and uh, we, so to celebrate, we were going to get massages, uh, which we've done um, uh, quite a few times, and, and it's always been fine. It always yeah. works out well. Oh, we, we've had it on the show before. You've been talking about something. Right, the show. right. There was that. There was the notorious story of like me like sweating during the massage. <laughs> uh, that was rough. Enya, Today, the Enya music. The en- Enya music. Gotta love the little pan flute. Today <laughs> was a different experience than I've ever had. Um, so first off, <laughs> so Abby told me like a week before, she was like, hey, by the way, like it was really tough to book this. They didn't really have many openings um, and they don't really have that many uh, masseuses or whatever available. The only one available for you is Jason. Oh, like, no. And I was like, you know, I, I've had a guy massaging me once before. It wasn't that. Uh, it's one of those things that's more in your mind than like, like I like to think of it. If I'm going to have a guy massage me, I ch- my mindset changes to where like I'm just an athlete. I'm an athlete getting a sports massage from, you know, the <laughs> trainer, the athletic trainer. You know, I'm thinking because, like, they're getting, you know, NBA players are getting massages probably after every game. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, all right, Jason, we can do this. We can do that. We can work with Jason. So the first sign that Jason was going to be a little different experience was we're sitting in the waiting room, and uh, the I see a guy kind of walk in. I thought, I thought this was, like, a pizza delivery guy because he's holding, like, a big pizza box. <laughs> and he's got, like, long, shaggy hair. And like uh, you know, uh, looks looks kind of like uh, like a worker at GameStop, I would say. <laughs> um, okay, one of them. And he walks in. He hands the pizza to the front desk guy. And he like gives me a little wink or something. And then he walks the walks into the back. And I'm like, oh no, this guy works here. And then Abby turns to me, and goes, I think that's probably Jason. That's probably I Jason. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh no, that's Jason. So of course, you know, five seconds later, he opens the door and he's like, says my name. He's like, hey, I'm Jason. And I'm like, I know. And then uh, <laughs> we we head back. Into the room, hands a little and greasy from Domino's. Yeah, yeah, he did. it was mod pizza, and you could tell he had a little, little, still some pepperoni on there. Um, <laughs> so he uh, takes me in the in the room, and uh, you know I always do like you know I never do the butt naked thing. Like I'm always like I, I'm keeping my boxers on, whether it's Jason or Josephina, I'm wearing my boxers <laughs> to be fully comfortable. Um, so because they say like undressed to like your uh you know whatever you want and i always uh, imagine just keeping all my clothes on and getting under the thing and seeing what they say <laughs> yeah but uh so he, jason comes in and when i first start realizing that this is a little bit different massage in the past because you know we're having some small talk here and there and i assume in most situations anyone he's talking to you during it well here's the here's the thing mike so in most situations there may be a tiny little bit of small talk at the beginning and then the next 90 minutes all you want to be hearing is the pan flutes, the en- Enya music. You want to hear, you know, the oil splashing on your back. You know, you 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 want to be hearing the the sounds of a massage. Uh, Jason had a different approach, Mike. Um, oh, because Jason spoke the entire ninety minute massage. Oh boy, Mike, I could tell you everything about this man's life, Jason. Once dated a 40-something-year-old woman when he was 21. Her family was not a fan of this. Um, She's dead now. Um, They broke up. She died. Unrelated. He didn't kill her. It was cancer. Okay, make a joke. You know, so she died. I don't know how to react to that. I, I, I'm like, I'm sorry. Oh, I, just, I mean, like, uh, I, <laughs> I don't even, I don't know, I don't know you. I don't know her. Like, okay, thanks for telling me. Um, she and him met in, at masseuse school or whatever. Um, he was telling me stories about, 
Like uh, one time he woke up with a big crick in his neck and she like really like beat the hell out of him to help out or something. I don't know. It was a weird story. Um, I can tell you that Jason, this is the fifth place that Jason has worked at, um, which is not a great track record if you ask me. Um, (laughs) I could tell you at a couple points Jason was like, hey, man, I'm just warning you this next thing I'm going to try. I've like I've had some people pass out from this. Uh, and I was like, what? And then he just starts like, you know, like, you know, drilling into my like shoulder blade or something. Deep uh, tissue? He's doing like the uh, you know, the elbow of justice. He's like, you know, oh, diving down yeah. at me. Um which I handled. I didn't like pass out or anything. I was just like, wow, that that was very painful. Um he takes the Theragun thing out. Yeah. He just starts, you know, highest setting, just <laughs> <laughs> onto my back. I'm like, okay, I, I mean, I hope this is supposed to feel good at some point. Um, <laughs> he tells me, he's like, yeah, you know this thing, what this thing costs? I go, I have no idea. He goes, $800. And I was like, wow. He's like, I've got two of them, and I got them both for free. And I was like, how'd you do that, Jason? And he said, the company that like sells them accidentally shipped him a couple of them, and then uh, after a couple months, they were like, hey, all right, did you like your free trial? Now you can send them back or pay for them. And he said, no, I'm not going to do either of those. I'm just going to keep them. And then he changed his email. And then uh, they never came back with it. So he's got two $800 Theraguns. He was telling me the glue was starting to come off a little bit. That was a little worrying. Um, what else was Jason telling me? Uh, Jason is looking to maybe move because um, he and his current girlfriend, not the dead one, he and his current <laughs> okay. girlfriend, uh, live with two other roommates. Um, they're not a big fan of that. Uh, they're looking at Philly. They're looking at Detroit, actually. They're looking at New York. They found a great place in Brooklyn. Um, Jesus. Uh, at, one point, at one point, Jason uh, decided to tell me, because, uh, of course, when he asked like, what I do, and I said I work, <coughs> work for a publishing company, his girlfriend happens to be writing a book. So, of course, at the end of the session, I'm writing my email down for Jason. I'm writing my <laughs> oh, no. you know, work phone number for Jason. Um his eyes lit up and said, man, we're, we're about to get a mansion now after my, my girlfriend's cow. He looked at me. He's like, not only is this man a cow, he's a cash cow. And then at one point, at one point, Mike, so he did all my, I will say, I will say to Jason, I won't say the name of the business, but Jason did a pretty good job. And I'm sure he's listening to this show. Um, but sure. the part that was weird was the lower half. So he did all the shoulders, neck, all that stuff. I have a really bad neck. So I was like, he was really digging in there. Uh, shooting the hell out of it. And then when we got to the lower half, usually, you know, they give you some squeezing on the feet, the calves, you know, they, they really, you know, it feels great. Jason was like, I do things a little differently. I stretch you out. And next thing you know, my foot's like next to my head. Uh, he's literally like, I mean, like my le- my legs are unbelievably sore right now because those muscles have not been stretched like that and probably ever. And he's like, he's like pushing my leg all over the place. Like it's going all over. I'm looking like Sean Johnson at the Olympics. Like my legs are suddenly like up, up here by my head or something like, like it was unbelievable. The positions he was putting my body, he was having me, uh, don't isolate that. Um, He was having me, he was having me like push back towards him like he's like he's like he like had me put it my foot like right here on his shoulder he's like push yeah. as hard as you can man oh, like, God. pushing pushing on his shoulder and it's like suddenly this is turning into a workout <laughs> i thought this was supposed to be relaxing it was it was one of the strangest experiences i've ever had it was one of the strangest experiences man it was um and then like 90 minutes was up and it was like and and then he's starting to sell me i'm like you know you, you should really get a membership here and he's like you know, judging by what went down today, I, I recommend you come in every like two weeks. It's like, oh, I hate weeks. this. I hate what do that. I have? 
uh, it was something, hundred something, <laughs> something, and it was like, I'm not going to spend hundred something dollars every two weeks for you to just beat the hell out of me and like stretch me out like a pretzel. Like this is not, <laughs> this is not enjoyable. Um, it was, it was like you walk. I walked out of there and it was like I had like come out of like a coma. Like I literally, like Abby's like, are you okay? Now we did go to the sandwich shop in Vienna and got some sandwiches, so that was good. Touche. But. Uh, Meanwhile, Man. meanwhile, Abby's across the hall. And oh, she, she had a great time. And, 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 and Stephanie or whoever is massaging yeah, her. Yeah, she's like, she, my woman was a mute. She, she can't <laughs> even talk. She can't even talk. She's got five arms. I mean, it was unbelievable. And, and meanwhile, Jason's just like shooting me in the head with the Theragun. He's like, he's like, me and my girlfriend are looking for a place in Philadelphia. And I'm just like, okay, I, I, am, I can't help you with that. I can't help you with that. Um, well, no music? No music today? No music, just the grunting <laughs> grunting and then like i'm a little stuffed up so like when you're face down on the thing for that long like you're just like i could barely breathe i thought i was like i'm gonna die here on this table he's like he's moving my leg in places where i'm like my kneecap is gonna just slide right off like there's just no way a leg is supposed to move like that and he's like oh, i do this all the time man and then uh, <laughs> it was it seemed dangerous. And then he's like, "Do you want the hot stones?" I was like, "No." And then he was like, "They're only like fifteen dollars more." And I was like, "I'm okay." And then he starts, and he's like, "Well, here's just a teaser." And he takes a hot stone, and just, <laughs> he like, shoves it into my back, <laughs> and it was just like you're just feeling this rock in between your spine. It was like, oh my. And then the, so, something I slept me, on last night camping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had the same experience. Uh, and then the, the one other thing on it was, so he told me he was like, "There's this one move." Where he's like, for most people, like cracks their back. And he's like, right. but there was one guy that after I did it, I was so worried. I had him like walk around because I wanted to make sure he could still walk. Like he didn't like get Jeez. paralyzed. <laughs> this guy, man. And then he's like, and here I go. And then he like did it for me. My back didn't crack initially. And he's like, hmm, let me try it one more time. I was like, I, uh, it's good. I think we're good. <laughs> I'm okay with it not cracking. You know, I'm, I'm fine with it. Um, this guy's like Kenny Loggins living in the danger zone all the time. This man. Oh, and I'll man. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. He looked like. When you picture a GameStop employee, he literally like he didn't look like he would ponytail, I, ponytail, uh, yeah, ponytail, yeah, he did have long <laughs> hair, <laughs> of course, I swear to God, uh, and he had like a beard, and you could tell he was kind of a hairy guy. Oh, um, and it was just, and it was one of those things where you're just like, I kept my eyes closed the entire time because I was even like when I'm facing up, I'm like, I don't want to look at this guy, uh, I really don't, because then I'm gonna remember like this is who's massaging my entire body. Um, it was, it was a trip. It was a trip because the other time that I got massaged by a man, and I'm trying not to make this a habit. It just happens to be the past few times. Um, you know, that guy didn't talk at all. That guy was super buff, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. This guy's going to like be great at massaging. Meanwhile, that guy was terrible. Jason, this little like spinely, like, like kind of that pizza skinny, boy, <laughs> that skinny fat pizza boy from GameStop, he had the magic fingers. I will say he did a pretty good job. If he, because here's the thing. If he had talked the entire time and then given a bad massage, I would have been pissed. Yeah. But he did a pretty good job, minus all the crazy stretches. He did a pretty good job. I still feel like you know garbage, but for you know those ninety minutes, I think uh, Jason and I had a real connection. That's I mean, you, you don't develop a connection with a man until like you're hearing about his dead ex while he's like rubbing oil onto your shoulder, <laughs> you know, and his junk is like five. Uh, inches away from your face, and you're just like closing your eyes. Like, yeah, please. she died. But do you want the stones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a, here's your rock stone that I'm gonna plunge into your spinal cord. Uh, it was uh, it was an experience. I'll, I'll tell you one thing to go along with that is I, I hate it when you go somewhere to a, a a place of business like that where I I went on Groupon, 
had a nice. I was like, I need to get, a, I need to go to a chiropractor or something like that. Right. And I ended up going on Groupon, found it, found a pretty good deal for a place in Fairfax. After work one day, I went there. The guy was like. It was empty in there. There was no Great one sign. in sight, and he was like doing the front desk, and he was the chiropractor. It kind of, it was like kind of, kind of weird. And uh, and I, I went there, and he, I guess he, he was like, oh yeah, you see, your your back's like this, you know, or or, or whatever. It's like this, and I was like, okay, what am I, Franklin the turtle? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and and he's like, yeah, yeah you bad posture, bad. Posture. He had an accent, so he was like, bad posture, bad posture. And I was like, okay, thank you. Uh, and then he like basically cracked my back and did a couple other things and then he was like yeah see now it's like this like i'm like okay sweet you know it's like it's, i don't feel any different um no but, you don't and then they're like all right now you got to come back like yeah, every yeah. week for the rest of your life yeah he, that's <laughs> what he said what? He, he said oh yeah i think you should really uh you know start making appointments every two weeks uh and i'm like dude like i, I don't have 95 dollars every two no. weeks to, to spend on a chiropractor appointment for 30 minutes and oh no like, it's a it's a gigantic scam it's a no. I did the same thing. I went to Doctor Mo in Fairfax. Oh, I'd Mo. seen like videos on Facebook, and I was like, "That looks amazing." It was like those viral stuff you see on TikTok of like chiropractors, and it's like yeah. it sounds like they're squishing a bag of chips, and you're like, "I want that to be me." <laughs> and like I did that too. And then like the guy's like, "Here's a heating pad. I'll be right back." And then like 30 minutes later, he's like, "Crack, crack. All right, man. See you in a couple weeks." And I was like. I can't do this every two weeks. Like, this is not going to work. And he's like, well, <laughs> if you don't come back, it's all just going to go back to where it was. And it's like, oh, okay. So this, okay. So this is a waste do? of time. I'll just be miserable my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when that guy told me every two weeks, I was like, it sounds nice, but I, I, I can't do that. Like, what, it, what am I, uh, like a housewife? Like, you know, yeah. like if I'm if I was like a rich housewife, it's like, yeah, I could come here every couple of weeks and get my back cracked by Dr. Mo. But uh, <laughs> I, we have jobs and like families and stuff. Like, you can't do that. <laughs> what do you it, I'll, I'll just I'll just take a take a st- I'll just sleep on the ground. I'm sleeping on the ground. My spine should get a little more flat. Right. Yeah. yeah well, I could go. I could sleep where I was sleeping last night and my spine will be perfectly flat. <laughs> perfectly, <laughs> flat perfectly flat. Perfectly <laughs> flat. I told my scam. I told my uncle, I said, I could have slept on a piece of plywood and had a better sleep than I did last night. <laughs> oh, God. It's all a scam. It's all a scam. But shout out to Jason. 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 Uh, the place I will not name. Um, Jason, did, uh, Jason from GameStop. <laughs> you, sure yeah, you, Jason want, from... you sure what you want at GameStop? <laughs> <laughs> I might have been, I mean, to be honest. Uh, I got a couple snacks here that I want to uh, give you my review for uh, before we hit up trivia and then uh, bid ourselves adieu. So I am starting with the Goldfish Graham S'mores, Mike. And, and I'm asking, first off, have you ever tried this snack? N- not at all. I mean, I'm not yeah. really... I'm not a big goldfish guy. Like when there's goldfish there, okay, I'll eat them. But I don't seek out goldfish. I don't like say like, oh, let me go get that ginormous milk carton looking thing and eat goldfish out of a box. See, I'm the opposite. I'm a gigantic goldfish fan. <laughs> I buy them every week, uh, but I usually just go with the standard. I don't do anything fancy. Um, I do like the the standard, like whatever the fish. cheddar, cheddar, whatever. <laughs> standard fish. The standard so, fish. I, 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 the last couple times I've gone to the grocery, I wanted to pick out foods that I've never tried before and seem a little weird. Yeah. So I can try them on the show. It is kind of weird, so, though. Goldfish, I mean, when they're cheddar and then now you have so, a s'more, that's kind of weird. And so this is goldfish grams, too. So it's like Teddy Grams, but it's like s'mores. So right now, these are all separate pieces. It comes into the, there's like a chocolate fish, there's this like marshmallow thing, and then there's like this other fish that has a little smile on it. Um, and I guess what I'm going to do is just stack them up. Yeah. Or I guess I probably should get one more graham cracker one, right? Because then that is more of a proper s'more. Okay. Yeah, right. So I'm going to I'm gonna take a bite here. Okay. 
It's taking a bite. I mean, that thing, I didn't know it came in all those different pieces. That's pretty interesting. Me, mind you, I actually had a s'more last night. I actually had two. Might have had three. I'm not sure. Um, and you know what the funny thing is? Is when you have s'mores and you're toasting the marshmallow, you have to get a little char on it because the char is the best part. Uh, you know, because you, you don't want to get a marshmallow and have it like, I heard some people say golden brown and it's just, and it's just like too gooey and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you need, you need a little bit of char on it to melt the chocolate. That's the whole entire point. So this is really interesting because it does come as separate pieces. Yeah. It's so kind of weird. You got the graham cracker piece. You, <coughs> you got the chocolate piece and you got the marshmallow piece. So the issue I have with this oh. is I... The, the only way this will work is if they're consistent and there's enough of each of these pieces in this bag. Because otherwise, you're going to end up with, like, all graham cracker at the end. Right. It's just awful. You might as well be eating sand. So... I like his little hat. As one... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that little fedora. That looks like you at camping. He's got the backpack. <laughs> yep. So, I will say, as a unit, the chocolate, graham cracker, marshmallow... The marshmallow was the most surprising thing in here, Mike, because it actually uh. did have... Some marshmallow type taste to it. Okay. Um, all of these items by themselves definitely just don't cut it. All of them together do a pretty nice job. Mm. But like I said, the risk here is just not having enough of these pieces. Right. So it's a wild card. I think if I'm gonna go with our, our typical like out of scoring out of five type thing, <laughs> I'm gonna probably just go. I'll go solid three. Solid three, three. on this okay. one. Um, eh. Again, this is uh, you can go without this uh, goldfish. <laughs> you can go without it. Uh, the other snack I'm going to try here, Mike, that I was very excited for. We got Cheetos popcorn cheddar jalapeno flavor. So not only is it Cheetos, Cheetos popcorn. popcorn, but it's not only just Cheetos popcorn. It's jalapeno cheddar flavor. That's a lot of a lot of words. Have in you ever there. had the Cheetos popcorn before? No, I never even heard of it. Yeah, I know they. I'm not a big like connoisseur of the Cheetos popcorn, but I know like cheesy popcorn is a thing. People like the cheesy popcorn. I'm not for me. I kind of like my popcorn being popcorn. Like I like the buttery like right. aspect to it, or like I'm a big fan of like your white cheddar popcorns and things yeah. like that, where it's like I don't feel like a fat ass because I'm having this and this has like 20 calories or something. Right. Then you eat like 10 bags. Um, so this is Cheetos cheddar jalapeno popcorn. So it, okay. it looks like standard popcorn there's little kind of flakes and specks here oh flakes uh, that must have some of that cheddar jalapeno flavor so i'm gonna grab a couple of these okay uh, let's try it out so i think the most underrated thing to put on popcorn is the ranch seasoning now me and jess had a bag of popcorn uh a handful of days ago whatever and i just put a lot of that ranch seasoning on there i was like man this tastes pretty good I, i mean it was so good to the point where like you had to like scrape the bottom of the bowl with the last few kernels to see if you can get some of that ranch seasoning to uh, not be wasted. So that's, uh, that's a big thing. The, <coughs> the ranch seasoning on the popcorn is very good. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of the b- more buttery, the better. Garlic like salt, when you too. Get those, yeah, yeah. Um, I like the boxes where it's like there's like butter, like extra butter. There's like ultimate butter. I like whatever's <laughs> the butter is. Ultimate butter. <laughs> but still, nothing beats that movie theater popcorn. Yeah. I mean, it's still always going to be the best. So... <coughs> This is really interesting, Mike, because you definitely have, and and looking at the ingredients, it does have like jalapeno pepper. It's like real, uh, they use the real thing with it. Um, You get 
the cheesy, they're very cheesy pieces if you saw in the video. Um, so you do get the cheesy popcorn aspect, but there is definitely a kick and it does kind of like hang around a little bit in your mouth. So you do have that cheddar, that, that jalapeno type flavor. Right. This is very good. I would venture to say that this is probably like, definitely not a five. Nothing's a five, but maybe like a four and a quarter, like 4.25. 4.25, okay. This is over a four. I mean, this is the type wow. of thing that I, I think I recommend you checking out at least the Cheetos popcorn and seeing what you think because, right. yeah, there's a lot of cheese coverage here. Like, they're almost entirely like kind of golden orange type flavor. Uh, and Love then the there's specs. These, there's these little... There's these little tiny specks here. I wonder if my camera will ever. Uh, it probably won't. Nope. Um, there's these little jalapeno specks. This is very good. It's hey hey. If you're going in for a second one, I mean that's that's a good sign because there's always those type of snacks. And I know we've done it in the past and everything like that, where we go down the snack aisle and we pick a random snack. But there's always those snacks that are like the hidden gems, like the the diamond in the rough on Aladdin. Uh, you know, something like that, where it's like, oh, look at this snack. Like, no one ever thought about a Cheetos, popcorn, cheddar, jalapeno, like a, a million words in it, but it actually tastes pretty good. So those are the wild cards and diamond in the roughs that you can find out there in your local grocery So aisles. I will continue, you know, on su I always go to the grocery every Sunday morning. Um, oh, there was one other thing I, I told you about, but I don't have any here because they were eaten within the first day. Um, those Oreo, like, snack cake things. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw those before. Dude, I mean, those are unbelievable. Oreo Cakesters um, is what they're called. <coughs> I'm trying to pull up a picture. Um, if you guys haven't gone to the Oreo aisle recently, you should go and check out Oreo Cakesters because these things are pretty unbelievable. Yeah, so you're I telling mean, us, it's yeah. Soft baked Oreos, basically. Um, it, it tastes very hostessy, like you know when you and I did the sweet snacks type uh, tournament. tournament yeah. I think we got a lot of that kind of flavor there with, with any of those like cake type snacks we had. Um, but I mean, so it doesn't necessarily taste exactly like an Oreo. Right. But you get the chocolate. The cream is obviously different than an Oreo cream, but. That is a very solid snack. So definitely check out Oreo Cakesters as well. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get some of those at some point. But gotta gotta cut some LBs here once school starts. Yeah, that's the problem. We're both very <laughs> fat. Um, yeah, I remember like a month ago doing this show and being like, I'm doing great. I'm doing my like uh, intermittent fasting and stuff. I'm gonna be dropping weight. It's been because I've basically been sick for like four weeks, and it's so hard to diet when you're sick or right, exercise. Right, yeah. It's like. <laughs> it's just been a nightmare. I mean, listen to me. Uh, so I've just been eating, you know, just eating and eating. Uh, Oreo cakesters, just, you know, shoving them down my shirt. It's just like, it's rough. Hey, it's and, rough. And, so, and, and, and meanwhile, you're you're sick and you're like, okay, I need to have some chill time and whatnot. Obviously, you play a lot of video games, but then going right into this real quick as we can get our two cents sure. on, the, on the Nats and obviously yeah, yeah, Juan yeah, Soto, little sports, that yeah. whole entire uh, ordeal, that was unfortunate because you were sick and you're still sick and you're still coughing up lungs. And now we are without our 23-year-old superstar, uh, but we did get a good haul. And the problem is, is that the people that uh, really look at this trade and think, oh, I don't know why you traded him. Look at the record. It's not like... You know, and that's the thing about like that's like the Angels trading Mike Trout. Now, obviously, Mike Trout is a little bit older, obviously, but you're looking at it and saying that these people out there that keep saying like, "Oh, I hate the trade. I cannot believe you would do this, this, and that." They don't understand baseball, and that's the whole entire thing that was right. last year when we traded Scherzer and Trey. 
And that's the biggest thing is when you're looking at trades like that that happen, stuff like that happens in baseball. Now, obviously, people don't understand that, okay, yeah, prospects may not be you know what sure. you want to see in a trade like you people would i don't know why they were expecting like oh let's trade soto for you know uh, i don't know uh, whoever you could find Manny machado or something like that like because right. yeah, people want to see name pe- name brand people like they want to see the actual players that they actually know it's, that it's are tough all-stars to sell them like on that. the prospects yeah and that's the biggest thing is to me it kind of irritates me when I saw that. Um, and obviously, you know, like I said, we've been we've been busy and whatnot, so we didn't get a chance to talk about it. But my whole entire thing about it was for people like me and you that watch this team on a regular basis for the most part, or follow on follow them on a regular basis, know the innards of them in a regular on a regular basis. I just think that when people go out there and they see Juan Soto be the one of the lone bright spots of this team and they see this team struggle so mightily, they just don't see what the writing on the wall is, which is this team's going nowhere. Juan Soto has the most value in his entire career right now. Just won a home run derby, was an all-star, is 23 years old, still under contract for three years, basically two and a half, I guess you could say, or three postseasons, I should say. And you can get a load of people in this deal that are highly recruited. And that's the biggest thing is we're looking at it, and me and you have talked about it, that people don't understand farm systems. I've had to explain it to a couple of buddies of mine. Like They're always like, man, this is so stupid. This is typical Nats. And I'm like, you guys don't even watch them on a daily basis. You don't even right. follow them. You, you just know, oh, Juan Soto is so great, and you see all the, the jerseys at Dick Sporting Goods. So it's just, to me, I, I just don't understand those people because they don't understand themselves, and they don't understand what goes into a, a, th- a thing like this. And for people to sit there and just rip you know, Mike Rizzo, a new one, is kind of despicable in my my opinion. Not yeah, a real no, fan if you see I that. Think, I think you're right because I think, like, look, it can still be sad. Obviously, Juan Soto is a big part of that World Series run. Um, exactly. You know, he's been a bright spot on this team, especially when these other guys have left, like yep. Rendon and Harper and all these guys. <laughs> it's been, you know, Juan Soto has been the guy the entire time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what's even more sad is the state of this franchise was, you know, heading into the next few years, it's like, you know, there was the the uh, farm system has fallen pretty far oh, yeah. down. Uh, a lot of the guys that were supposed to pan out haven't, like the key booms of the world and things like that. This was a bottom ten farm system in baseball. I don't even give you them that much credit. <laughs> yeah, right. If that, uh, probably bottom five. You do this move, suddenly this is a top ten farm system because yep. you've got a guy, young talent in C.J. Abrams. You've got Mackenzie Gore, who's a stud. You've got Robert Hassel III, who we may not see for a season or two, but he's supposed to be an absolute stud. James Wood is up there as a possible um, you know, solid piece. You've got Brady House uh, as well, like coming so, through the system. Sazuna so, and all that? Yeah. <laughs> what, how do you pronounce his last name? <laughs> the, I, I, yeah. The 18-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Arlen Sasuna. So, like, you've got um, some pieces here now that you can look at that – I know it's really tough to sell somebody on three years from now. As a Tigers fan as well, yeah. this is what I've been dealing with for the last five years, yep. and this this rebuild hasn't panned out for Detroit. Um, so there are horror stories with this. It doesn't always work, especially if your farm system is top-heavy like Detroit was. Um, but in a lot of cases, it can't. I mean, look at the Astros. Look at some of these other teams, the Cubs, that were able to find success and win World Series uh, by building through the farm system and then finding some other pieces along the way. Yep. This is a really solid group really solid core to come up with that potentially especially if they you know the the Nats still have money here 
couple years from now, they could be big spenders in free agency. And next oh, yeah. thing you know, this is a, a playoff team again. So it sucks to lose Juan Soto. He's a face of the franchise. Um, but at the end of the day, he's gone now. And now you, you're almost better off in a way um, because of how the farm system works now. Right. And, and I think I, I was thinking about it the other day. Picture this. Learners sell. They sell it to an owner that wants to spend cash. Now, it might not be Steinbrenner cash or something of that nature, but they're going to spend cash, okay? A lot more cash than the learners did as a ownership group as a whole. So you look at it this way. They sell the team, bring in a cash-spending owner. All of a sudden, three years from now, we have, say, two of the five main prospects pan out. Right. Okay. This team goes back to like a 500 ball club or something like that. Juan Soto becomes a free agent. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely they, a possibility. I haven't heard anybody talk about this. Right. They, if, if there's an owner out there that literally says, I will pay him that money, bring him home. You yeah. bring him back here as a 25 year old, 26 year old, something like that nature, with all these prospects, you're going to have a great team again. Not to mention Patrick Corbin's contract comes off the books. Mm-hmm. Strasburg is getting to the end of his contract at that time. So you, you you see all this cash being freed up, all these guys still under contract because those guys going to be under contract until they're like 26 years old. Okay, right. so that's the biggest thing is most of those guys are 18, 19, 20 years old. We got Brady House. We got different guys in the farm system as well. But if say somehow we have like six prospects, like six main prospects, and say two to three of them pan out. That's all you need, really. I mean, yeah. if you have two to three pan out out of six, 50% is not that bad, and it's actually a pretty good spot because when you have C.J. Abrams come in uh, and he might move to third base, something like that, or Brady House might move to third base or whatever it may be, you still got Luis Garcia. You still got Josiah Gray from last year, Kiebert Ruiz. So you still got guys that are going to be staples for this team for the next five years, and that's the biggest thing that people don't understand is we're not completely out of the Juan Soto sweepstakes. We just no, gave him all. a way to rebuild the franchise, rebuild the farm system, and now all of a sudden, which I'm kind of laughing at, I haven't heard a single person on radio, podcasts, uh, you know, Instagram, TikToks, anything like that, mention that once they sell the team, which is inevitable at this point, yeah, yeah, once they sell the team, whichever owner comes in there can pay that money because they're also thinking about. You know, oh, this team now is in a rebuild mode. I'm going to come in, swoop in, and try to make this team a winner again and get in the good gracious of because obviously, right now, the learners aren't in the best interest right now of the fans. So, if you bring an owner in and then he starts, you know, hammering away and making this team a winner again, everyone's going to love that owner. And if they spend money on Juan Soto or something like that, think about that. You got C.J. Abrams. You got maybe Brady House. You got uh, 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 James James Wood. You got uh, Kiba Ruiz. You got all these guys, and then you bring in a Juan Soto. I mean, that yeah. right there—that's a—that's a perennial playoff team, if not a division-winning team. And you can go right back to what they were doing in 2012 and beyond. And that's my biggest thing: is people need to calm down, pump the brakes a little bit, and just. Be patient because when it comes to 2025, when Juan Soto is a free agent, we're not out of the running just yet. The first step is getting the right right owner to come into this organization and spend some cash. And I get the trepidation around it because this team is just so different than where they were when they won the World Series three years ago. Like, it is a completely different group. A lot of the names in this lineup are unrecognizable. Like, I get it. I get it from (laughs) a fan perspective to be like, like, it's like you win the World Series and then, like, 
we've just been on a free fall downward since that World Series win. Oh, it's yeah. been a disaster. Um, so, but like you said, there's light at the end of the tunnel here. I mean, just looking at fan graphs, um, they have the Nats farm system at eight overall. Um, and right now they have six of our prospects in their top 100 prospects. you got C.J. Abrams at 11, uh, Cade Cavalli at 20, Robert Hassel the third at 41, James Wood at 66, Cole Henry at 72, Brady House at 88, and not even counting Elijah Green, who we got in the draft, who will be a ranked at some point, like when he's actually playing. Um, and then you've got like Christian Vaquero and Jeremy LaRosa. I mean, there's, uh, and then Susanna's, uh, Susanna's down there, Jackson Rizzo's Rizzo, Rizzo big on Vaquero too, apparently. Yeah. So like there's a light here. Um, and it's going to be tough because it may not really show up till, you know, 2024, you know, something like that. Yeah. But I mean, you're looking at Brady House and James Wood and some of these guys. They they could make that impact. They could be those guys. Is it guaranteed? No, but you know, there's as a Nats fan, you can have something to look forward to, somewhat. Um, but I get it. It's so tough to you win a title and then suddenly you're the worst team in the league three years <laughs> yeah, later. Right. Like that's that just shows you how much this team sold out for that championship. And we'll take it a hundred times out of a hundred because we've got a ring and nothing beats that. Yeah. But it's about what do our next 10 years look like when it comes to, after you win the world series, it's like, what are we, where are we going to be 10 years from now? And the last few years have been so bad, but I think we are in a place where, you know, eight years removed from the world series or, you know, nine years removed from the world series, we will be back hopefully in the mix again. And that's all you can ask for, for from this franchise. Right. And that's the biggest thing is like I said about the ownership coming in. I mean, that's, what's going to tell, I mean, have, have the tail of tape right there for how this, this next rebuild is going to go because of the sole fact that in baseball is completely different. And that's why I'm a little worried also is that with DC fans, when you come into a Nats organization like this, and everyone was on the high of the World Series, a decade of, pretty much a decade, I would say, of success and, and optimism and hope. And then all of a sudden, you have one or a couple, I should say, you know, times where you're sellers. And then all of a sudden, look at the look at the Wizards. They've been terrible for years. Yeah. But then people still like the Wizards. And then the Caps is what I'm worried about the most is right. – the success with the caps and they have the salary cap and it's not, you know, that easy to rebuild a team because in baseball, all you do is spend cash. That's why the Dodgers are so good all the time. Mm -hmm. So the Red Sox and the Yankees and blah, 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 blah. The problem is though, is you look at the caps once Nick Baxter might not even play ever again, yeah. uh, supposedly to his injury. We'll get to that obviously when the season starts, but you're looking at Alex Ovechkin. You're looking at players like that. Okay. Once they're gone, and we don't have one of the best, if not the best, goal scorer. Dry desert. It, in DC. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? You think people are going to revolt and say like, "Oh, Telly Owens sucks as an owner"? Right, that's the right. thing is, it, this is a front-running town. People don't show up if you suck, and no, that's the they thing. Really don't. We, we've seen that with Wizards. We've seen that with with the football team, whichever whatever name they are at the time. Right, right. And it, it's just going to be a whirlwind to see when all these other teams start to be rebuilding like the Nats. Because right now, it's like. I love the Nats. I mean, and like like me and you are like we we like I said we follow the team this and that yada yada yada. But the problem is that people just aren't reasonable when your team is supposedly you know uh, rebuilding slash tanking or whatever you want to say. Not to mention we have the worst. We, we might have a great pick coming next year as well because right. we have a terrible right, record. We're so so bad this year. I mean, yeah, that's we'll how it is. Top five pick. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. I think it's like we got to just ride this out. And the true diehard fans will it will pay off. It will pay off yeah. eventually. Um, before I die here, let's finish up with a, a little trivia question um, as we enter Mike's trivia corner. 
as uh, you can play at home, the fans, uh, because I will likely get the question wrong, but you may get the question right. So let's let's dive into this trivia. All righty. So the DC crossover trivia question of the week. What Redskins quarterback threw for just 41 yards in a January 2006 playoff win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? What Redskins quarterback threw for just 41 yards in a 2006 January 2006. playoff win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? So I was 14, 14 years old. Yeah, 14. Um, Feels like we play the Bucks a, or the Seahawks. Was this a Rex game. Grossman uh, outing? Was this Rex Grossman? Sexy Rexy? I, I don't believe Rex Grossman was on the team at that point. I think it, I think, it was later, right? I think it was he a little bit later. I think it was like 2008 yeah. or 2009 or something like that. Right. That sounds more right. Um, it's Mark Brunel, though. Uh, is it? Uh, no, this was. Again, I know nothing about Redskins history. Um, it was not McNabb. He was. He came later. Um, he was with the Shanahan's. Patrick Ramsey is my guess. <laughs> You already said the word. It's Mark Brunel. Oh, it was Mark Brunel. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. The lefty. <laughs> lefty, sexy lefty Mark Brunel. Oh, man. I, right when you said it, I was like, oh, man, I hope he goes back to it. That's all right. The people at home heard me. They know I had it. Yep. In the you bag. In, in the, the bag. bag. The lefty. Oh, man. Sports betting. Thank God we're not doing picks this week because your boy has not been picking them <laughs> nicely. Uh, missed out on a couple parlays today um, by one leg. So it's just been a. I'm just waiting for football season, garbage. man. I'm just that's all I'm doing is waiting. That for is the best college football and NFL betting yep. is the best. It is it is honestly like it is the best sport to bet on. It yep. is football is so uh, looking forward to that. Uh, Mike and I as we as we approach you know the start of the season and stuff, look out for you know we'll be, we'll start doing some like more season preview type stuff and uh, talking about obviously the, the season upcoming. It's going to get more sportsy here soon. It's just right now, it's just such yep. a dead period for DC sports. So that's why we're talking about, you know, goldfish and uh, me getting massaged by Jason. Uh, <laughs> but we'll be back to some School starting back up and everything like yeah, that. Yeah, so. exactly. So right, scheduled, regular scheduled programming. There we go. We'll be coming back. But we wanted to give you this episode for those who are loyal fans and are like, hey, man, these guys have been uh, ghosting us for a while. Here you go. Here's an hour <laughs> of content for you. Uh, be sure to follow the show on TikTok, uh, DC Crossover Podcast on TikTok. Uh, follow the Twitter, the DC Crossover. Um, you can check out Bird's Eye View. Those episodes still been pumping out. Erica McCall has been uh, doing a great job with those. I think we're on like episode 13 or 14 at this point. Uh, second season of that show is uh, available. We produce and edit that show. So check it out, Bird's Eye View with Erica McCall for all things uh, basketball. I am going to go chug an entire bottle of NyQuil. Um, and then uh, I'm going to hopefully dream about, you know, Jason Thayer gunning uh, the hell out of my back, Mike. But uh, you can follow Mike on Twitter at Surround16. And, uh, yeah, we will see you at some point soon, whether it's next week or the week after. We'll figure it out. But the best way to keep up with the show is following it on Twitter. Any any final thoughts here, Mike, before we bid the people adieu? Not a lot of final thoughts, obviously. Like we said, you know, we, we apologize for not doing the regular show as don't, usual. Don't apologize. To I those mean, fools. Uh, screw, screw them. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, sorry, Jason. Um, you know, hopefully, GameStop's still around. Um, <laughs> you know what the best part is? Is that I know someone. Speaking of GameStop, I know someone who used to work at GameStop had so many shares in the company. Uh, and then they sold them about maybe six months before that whole entire boom of GameStop. Right, right. And uh, they could have made like 25000 and they ended up only you know selling it for like 700 
dollars. Right. Uh, oh, and it's like, you know, oh. that kind of sucks. Uh, so that's that's my <laughs> final thought is, uh, you know what? No, don't, don't sell your stocks, people. <laughs> you know, diamond hands. Diamond, diamond hands. hands, everybody. We'll see you next week or the week after. <laughs> we'll figure it out. This has been another episode of the DC Crossroads.